Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. It is August the 25th, um, and we've got a really fun show for you. Julie walked into the podcasting studio, and uh, we're doing the podcast later in the day than we normally do. And she told me she was actually excited. <laughs> and, and she said to me that she just had one of the best premier coaching uh, masterminds ever. And and she's, she took a bunch of notes, and we're going to talk about that on today's podcast. And in case you don't know what the premier mastermind is, it's something that all of you can participate in every single day. Now, a premier coaching program has the premier mastermind that happens every day. And then after that, uh, well, starting in September, we're then going to have a private um, Facebook mastermind that happens only for our premier members. But all of you, even in the free coaching program, can participate in the daily semi-private coaching call that's part of the premier um, experience coaching program. The premier experience coaching program is a small part, like a tiny part of the normal coaching program. But one of the things that is included is the uh, daily semi-private coaching call. Now, we started this um, with no intention of continuing it much beyond really this time of year, but we're realizing a lot of you guys are benefiting tremendously, um, frankly, way more than we'd hoped for from uh, the free coaching program. So we're going to continue it. So those of you who are not yet in the free coaching program, I have to give you a very clear disclaimer. It is not the normal premier coaching program, but it does give you a lot of the basic stuff that you need to really get started in taking your real estate business to the next level. Most importantly is, as I said, the daily semi-private coaching calls. So if you want to participate in the free coaching program, it's simple. Just text the word survival to 31996. That's all you got to do. Just text the word survival to 31996. So go ahead and do that now. You can do it while you're listening to us on um, on the podcast, on your iPhone, Android, or whatnot. Just go ahead and text the word survival to 31996. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link. Click the link. You have to activate your membership, and then you can start attending the daily semi-private coaching calls, and you get a whole bunch of other cool stuff. There's some scripts waiting for you. There's some free books, some free guides, all, all kinds of things that you guys, frankly, a lot of you are um, you know, really benefiting from. And it is our pleasure and our honor to be your coach, or in some cases, your future coach. So yeah, there you go. Text the word survival to 31996. So Julie, welcome to today's show. Yes, it's been an adventure so far. And uh, you know, I was talking about the premiere session mainly because a, it went twice as long as normal, which we occasionally do. Every call is live, so we never know exactly what those questions are going to be or what kind of help people need. But uh, more importantly, I just am so thrilled and I guess brimming with pride for these guys from today's call because, you know, I didn't know it was going to go this direction, but it was like a, uh, they, they called it, you know, so it kind of creates its own culture, right? So, right. So our members dubbed it the victory lap call. Oh, cool. Okay, so it was story after story of these guys using the scripts, you know, really learning. It's interesting to see them transform between like just learning the scripts and rehearsing them and kind of like talking themselves into it and having the guts to get on the phone um, versus really understanding the scripts to the point where, and this is where the victory laps came in, 
Now I can tell that they are listening more to the response than trying to figure out what they're going to say next. And that's a breakthrough. That's, you know, not a lot of agents have the guts to get there because it takes some work, right? And every one of them had a listing appointment as a result. And here's how they, there was a variety of different um, sources, but typically it was people who had been calling expireds and they finally decided to power through a call where the, the expired seller was a little combative up front. And they're like, one of them actually said, uh, you guys are just a bunch of used car salesmen and, and was just like out of the gates kind of aggressive. But this gal from, uh, I think it was my one of the Atlanta clients, she's like, you know what? I just asked him what he was looking for. I just kind of ignored him being aggressive like that. Let's level kind off. Kind of drilled down a little. Let's yeah. level off. Okay, so there's two things that you said that I hope <laughs> listeners heard. Mm -hmm. And the first one is the one that's the most counterintuitive. And I'll give you guys a little secret here. The more combative they are on the phone, especially an expired or for sale by owner, the more motivated they are. Yes. If they're not combative, they're not motivated. So when you have somebody like that, the reason that they're reacting like that, and this is where the being of service mindset really, you know, this is how it's takes root in your heart and your soul when you get it because the initial reaction that all of you would have is oh my god i'm being attacked exactly. but the, but the reality of it is is you have to look at it for what it really is that gentleman was acting the way he was because he was embarrassed because he was hurt because he was scared because he was feeling attacked not by the gal calling but by the fact that his house did not sell the market rejected his house the market rejected the price yep. and obviously by his emotional response he has a tremendous amount of other things that are you know plates yeah. that are spinning his life that are causing him stress it's the situation it's not the agent calling right exactly and here's the other thing you said and i wrote this down mm -hmm. uh, effort takes no talent i you like that right mm -hmm. okay i have to give credit where credit is due <laughs> i actually heard that in a book mm -hmm. so i didn't think that up but sure. it's true effort takes no talent effort to, to pick up the phone she didn't wait around to master the scripts or right. role play for 17 years or get all of her systems and whatnot together what she does she realized that she is going to basically pick up the phone and fail forward and I remember Julie and I you and I are in front of a Douglas Elliman group no 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 it was when we were in Hawaii oh. uh, and we were in front of this group of agents or maybe it was who knows right it's back when we did live events <laughs> pre-COVID obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I remember we said and I said this because it was really the truth like everyone's looking for hacks and shortcuts to do yeah. the real work of real estate and I told them I said in front of this large group of people I said I hope all of you will pick up the phone and for the first you know, day or so, have your ass handed to you. <laughs> have the worst experiences you could ever Get have. Get over with. The meanest people you could ever have. The hor most horrible experiences you could ever have. Mm -hmm. That way you can absolutely know that you'll still make your way through it. And you'll know that basically you still lived and nothing really bad happened. And all of it was just psychological fear that was holding you back. So that is the essence of what it means to get to the point where you're doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level. All the mindset, all the thinking about it, all the planning, all the wanting to attract it and hope the stars aligned and like meets like and like energy and all these other psychologically, you know, pseudoscience approaches to success take the back seat to the agents who, and the people in life who are willing to take action. You do not have to have a clear plan before you take action. You do not have to know what the hell you're doing before you take action because what's going to happen is in the process of taking action, you'll learn at lightning speed all of the things that so many of you waste your lives trying to think you have to master before you take the first step. Does that make sense, Julie? Yeah, it's called earn while you learn and that's okay because you know none of these guys had calls that were exactly on script, exactly textbook. But all of them, and I'm telling you, Tim, it was story after story today. It was wall-to-wall -wall victory dances. 
Um, there's an agent named Chris in Chicago who you know of, and uh, he had a really great expired victory, not just the appointment, but took the listing of something that was in the mid 500s, a little bit over his average sale price, had been on the market with different agents for 800 plus days. Okay, so just a tad over. <laughs> Reminds me of when we sold real estate. Absolutely, but you know what? He did it, they're motivated, he's getting a better price out of them, he's using it as a springboard to get other things to happen, and he's definitely being of service to them. And he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try out some of these older ones. Well, his victory dance was yesterday. He motivated the guys I heard from today to say, you know what, maybe some, maybe 90 day old expireds, I had to try those out. That's right. And so they did, and the, the beauty in calling the older expireds is not that many people do it. They're not having a gajillion phone calls anymore, even though that's a myth in the first place. Right. They're having fewer than they normally do. Right, people say yeah. that. That's one of the myths that you hear in real estate, is they'll basically say, oh, everybody's calling expireds. Everyone's, <laughs> we're just talking about expireds today because it came up on the premiere call. Yeah. But there's, you know, at least, what, dozen other great sources of leads that you can call that are sellers that are motivated, have to sell sellers, that we teach you how to go directly after. Our coaching program is designed primarily to teach you guys to be powerful listing agents. So if you're looking for a social networking or basically an idea for your next TikTok video mm. or Instagram video or clever Facebook post, uh, yeah, we've got that. But at the end of the day, we know that that's not the stuff that's going to get you into the end zone, helping people and making money for yourself and for your family. And if there's ever a time to have your head screwed on straight about what the purpose of being in business is, which is those three things, it better be now because as we enter into this new market, which is going to be nothing but uncertainty, nobody knows if what the economy is going to happen. Nobody knows. There's no crystal ball. There's no clear path forward. I mean, people can make somewhat you know decent predictions for the next 90 days, but much beyond that, what's experience, what we're experiencing, and I, and this is nothing to do with the social stuff that's going on. I'm talking about the economic stuff, you know, with inflation or deflation, with the, you know, stuff that's going on, the different varying degrees of stimulus and all that never been tried before in the history of humanity. So nobody really knows what's going to happen next. But I do know what will happen next if you decide to take action. No matter what direction interest rates go, no matter what direction your local market goes, no matter what direction anything goes, there'll always be millions and millions of real estate transactions done every single year. But unfortunately, what happens in a market uh, shift like this are the agents doing the transactions at the other end of the shift are the one are generally speaking different than the ones that are doing the transactions now because the new breed of agents are going to be skills based where we're coming out of a market that's been primarily relationships based that's right so you know to continue the uh, effect of all this some of you guys because you've been in a hot sellers market so long have not believed that there's been things like expireds there and have you know the the mindset well if it didn't sell in this market why would i want it well, remember that a lot of these guys were trying really aspirational pricing and couldn't get it. Some of them were not motivated in the first place, and now they are. So another victory came right from Federico in LA, working on a $1.6 million uh, expired, where he actually has potential buyers for it. That was his excuse to call. You guys always do better prospecting when you have an actual person you're calling for. So that was a good example. And then uh, we have another um, one of our great coaching clients, Chet in... Um, Huntington Beach, he had been, he gave like a textbook report, this is actually a buyer side, of how to uh, identify property, be competitive, communicate better with the listing agent. He had a great idea that worked for them uh, when competing for this, um, that not only did he do a little bio about the buyer, you know, everybody's always looking, how am I gonna win, what's the edge? 
he also sent a little bit about himself to the listing agent saying, you know what? I am the guy that's going to get this done. I'm a problem solver. I have already thoroughly pre-qualified my client. I know they absolutely have pre-approval. I'm in communication with the lender. They're highly motivated. They're ready to be flexible with your closing date. He actually pitched himself versus, you know, random agent that you've never heard from and it worked. So he had like, you know, he was just talking about um, submit the urgency of submitting, you know, first. He actually went there as a result of a price reduction that he noticed. Like really just being frosty, as you would say, on uh, doing the right job for the client. So there was just all of these different things. Now, the other part, of this was the victory dance part of the call. We also had a huge response to a podcast that we did, I don't know, a few days ago, maybe it was last week, about, uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday, how do you know when to break up with a client? People like that. People huh? loved that. And they huh. brought their cases to the coaching call, okay? <laughs> because it's hard to break up with a client, especially when you've had a lot of, hopefully not blood, but certainly sweat you know, and tears. You know, I think that show was on last Wednesday because I did notice mm -hmm. that we had a lot more listeners than we normally yeah, do. Yeah, that was a good topic. But and it's it funny. really resonated. That's funny. There's that many agents that are looking for reasons to fire their clients. <laughs> right? I know. I was surprised too. Uh, but that led to discussions about price reductions and revisiting not just price. You know, when you, when you think about this, of course, you start thinking, well, maybe it's just overpriced. How am I going to get them down on price? So you have to do a new CMA. You have to learn some price reductions. And, and also revisiting the seller's motivation. Perhaps they've lost their will to sell. So this is what some of our coaching is, is going through this. And you'd be surprised how many agents either didn't know in the first place or have forgotten why their client's actually selling. And that's really critical because somebody that doesn't have to sell or has it as a potential rental in the back of their mind, or they're going to let their kid live there or whatever is going to have a lot less motivation and probably not let you change the price versus somebody that, you know, is relocating to Atlanta tomorrow and wants to bring his whole family and he's already accepted the job there. Keeping it as a rental doesn't make sense. So here's the thing. Totally different scenarios. Here's the thing I've noticed from all the names except maybe two people that you've mentioned so far from your premier coaching session mm -hmm. is they've all been in premier coaching for probably yes. at least six months. You can totally tell. You can totally tell. Yeah. And and so it's interesting the phases of like, you know, well, it's this is a good place to drop in uh, the phases of learning because mm -hmm. this truly is. Uh, an example of where people, like people, it, it's a, I had this very conversation with somebody else that's actually a coach this morning, mm -hmm. a coach that actually is going to join our EXP family awesome. and join us at EXP. And by the way, if you guys are ready to move forward and join Julie and I at EXP, just text me direct. Like go right to the head of the line. Just text me at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. And this guy had been trained at John Maxwell and Bob Proctor and all this other stuff. He was more life coachy than he was actual business coach, right? And so we were having this conversation in essence about why some people take action and others don't and what's mm -hmm. the commonality of it. And you and I have had so many coaching calls. I think probably we've worked through the, like he was at, he was still fighting with the idea that every, he still believed that every single person has an equal op, has an equal not opportunity but an equal um, impetus impetus to basically succeed at you know differing levels and mm. he was frustrated because sometimes he had people that are he's coaching that won't move forward with their businesses and I so I we, he and I are having this conversation and, and look people do and they don't and sometimes they just won't that's just at the end of the day maybe they're not ready even though they signed up for coaching and maybe they're just not completely you know their egos are holding them back they're afraid of change or but mm -hmm. I'll tell you what I'm seeing happen right now mm. is that because of the coronavirus which mm -hmm. is a bizarre thing to you know see as an attribute but because of the coronavirus there are a lot of people that would have otherwise 
uh, sort of extended and pretending them having to learn new things for years until something of a greater force had entered into their lives to force them to change. Mm -hmm. And it always reminds me back of that great co coaching client. Well, he wasn't really a great coaching client, but he was a great coaching client and I enjoyed our calls. But as far as him <laughs> being someone who actually implemented things, he was, he was just average. Right. But his name was Monet. And what Monet yeah. would, and this is a story Monet told me. I've said it on the podcast, so those of you who are regular listeners, it's you know just bear with me here. But it's a great story. And this, what I'm about to tell you, happened prior to Monet actually engaging with us on a you know professional coaching level. So he evidently was a big, huge, you know, fat guy, and he was just fat to the point where he had developed a whole bunch of uh, ancillary health problems, one of which was diabetes. And the doctor had been telling him for years, remember this is him telling me, I wasn't part of his life when this experience happened, that he had to uh, prepare for himself to have his feet and his toes and his legs and all these other things cut off. Because what happens when, I guess, when you have diabetes in the severe cases, your blood circulation doesn't happen and you begin to have all these severe health problems re requiring removal of appendages. And that's where, that's the path that he was on. So he tells me this story that he went to the doctor, not really taking it seriously, annual, physical, whatever, kind of walks in and doctor basically looked at his feet and said that he was beginning to develop, what is it, gangrene or whatever Something it is? Like that. Yeah. yeah, from bad circulation. And then that he was going to have to schedule himself to have his foot removed. Yeah. Um, and it was, matter of fact, just as gruesome as this is, it wasn't even his whole foot, it was part of his foot. And so he, Monet, who had been told all this information for years and years and years, never did anything with it, ignored it, just sort of put it off, procrastinated it, went back to you know the lifestyle that was causing him to be obese and have bad health. Well, it was at the very moment where the doctor said he has to remove part of his foot that he then basically found the uh, lose the weight religion, as it was. Found his motivation. Found his motivation. And then what did he do is he ends up basically losing all of this weight and getting into... Now, I did see this. So this, you know, he, he lost so much weight, he was on the cover of a men's fitness magazine. And he looked amazing. I did see that picture. I mean, assuming it wasn't Photoshopped, the guy looked like something out of Mr. Atlas. Awesome. And so, but he only did that because of the fact that the doctor was uh, going to tell me he was going to lose, lose part of his foot. So what's the takeaway there? So from that obvious experience, now he's essentially, he was able to carry forward and realize that there's pretty much, you know, he, he has the ability to do whatever he wanted to with his life. And for him, he didn't really have that big of financial ambitions. He just wanted to be comfortable and obviously keep his weight off. And I hopefully to this day, that's what he's done. He bought enough investment properties actually that he had, he was able to retire in his mid forties. So there you go. Nice goal. And I was proud to have helped him accomplish that goal. But the lesson that we should all take away from the story I just told you was the very fact that Monet did not take action until the, so why, why didn't he take action? He didn't take action because of his perceived pain of having to lose the weight, putting in the effort, the inconvenience, that whatever his brain told him was going to happen if he decided to lose the weight was going to be more onerous, require more effort than just staying fat. I mean, it makes sense, right? If you are if you only have to lose 10 pounds, that's a, a lot sure. of effort compared to having to lose no pounds or that's just saying, effort. I'll keep my 10 pounds, or in his case, maybe it was three or 400 pounds overweight. You guys getting me here? It wasn't until he had fear of losing something that he already had, in this case, something very personal to him, his foot, did he actually take it seriously? And that's what caused him to lose the weight. Now, fast forward a number of years, there's a study that's done by, I think it's Harvard University or something that was essentially a psychological study that was sort of looking into the carrot versus stick uh, motivation that everyone basically claims they're motivated by the carrot um, and yet, Jill, I could tell you for sure from coaching, literally having 
over 100,000 individual coaching calls personally, I can tell you that the carrot doesn't motivate hardly anybody. Very, very, very few people move towards some uh, an award of any variety. Well, if that was true, everybody would be in fantastic shape and That's have right. a lot fatter savings account. That's right. They would be fat, but if these savings accounts, what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> right? So, so yeah. what? And you are motivated. All of us are motivated not by gaining something. You can lie to yourself and say you are, but what you're really motivated by is losing something that you already have. Very now, true. Now it might be 99% losing something you already have and 1% gaining something that you want. But if you accept the fact that you're going to be more motivated uh, by losing something you already have and you think and you shift your mind to think like that, you're going to find yourself not having to search for money. If you're looking for a mindset hack, I just gave it to you. Mm -hmm. So here's a little interesting carry forward on this. So we now had, you know, the coronavirus when we now had all these, you know, the financial setbacks and how many people would be on their backs right now if it hadn't been for a PPP loan or an EIDL loan or if it hadn't been for advanced or, you know, extended unemployment, if it hadn't been for mortgage forbearances, it hadn't been for, you know, you know, rental eviction forbearance or blah, blah, blah. Right. And we can go on forever. And there's going to be more programs coming out. But how many people where it would have been absolutely screwed had it not been for that immediate government interaction. It's interesting to think about, isn't it? How many of you had those programs not in place? How many of you had the staying power the last three months? And what if, by the way, what if there is some sort of, you know, increase in the pandemic and it comes back and there's more, you know, shutdowns and lockdowns? Now, see, this the reason I'm telling you this isn't to scare you. Well, maybe it is to scare you if you need to be scared. But the truth is, is what you see happening on our daily coaching session for Premier are people realizing, just like Monet did, that they don't have time, that if they don't get their acts together, they're going to lose part of their foot, just to circle, close the circle. And so people were put on their heels because they realized their false sense of financial security was just basically built on eggshells because it took virtually nothing for them and their families to be fearful mm-hmm. of losing everything that they had had because people have gotten so conditioned to easy money. And that is the truth. I mean, when sellers uh, essentially can sell their houses and not worry about pricing, when you guys can work with buyers just based on social interaction, not based on really a heavy skill set, when all these sort of strange sets of you know circumstances are in place that make the money feel like it's going to flow easily forever, it's natural for people to become complacent. And it's not until you have something that's going to possibly rock your world and that's what the pandemic has done not just in our industry guys but our entire country if not the entire world and we think personally that's going to we talk about this often on our podcast but primarily on Sunday we think there's going to be a continued momentum around people that are going to completely reprioritize their lives um, around the, the idea that you know maybe they can't be so dependent on the government. Maybe they need to be more independent. Maybe they need to take more control of their lives. Maybe they need to start thinking about some of the decisions that have just become institutionalized, like you know school and all these other types of things. Maybe there's other ways to go about things. Blah blah blah. Right? I mean, that's where we're headed as a as a society, as even a you know a global. Um, you know, this global zeitgeist, I'm sure, is going in that direction too. But as it pertains to all of you guys. Your real estate businesses, because of the pandemic, because of the 90-day slowdown, and I know a lot of you guys are experiencing the best markets you've ever experienced before, but that's forced you out of fear to further your education faster. And that's one of the reasons why we have literally thousands of you guys that are joining our coaching program. You know, I think since the pandemic, we probably had over 2,000 people join our Mm -hmm. coaching program, maybe Mm -hmm. more. I don't really know. I should know. Kind of lame that I don't know, to be honest (laughs) with you. But somebody else keeps track of that for me. 
You know, know. We, and we've certainly picked up thousands, if yeah. not tens of thousands of listeners. And here's the thing that's really freaky to me. Mm-hmm. We're picking up listeners all over the world. I know. It's Why? Crazy. It's because awesome. we're the we're the truth tellers of education with regards to real estate. I had so estate. many people, it was really amazing on the premiere call today, just say how much they appreciate us shooting straight with them and not sugarcoating things, keeping them educated on the things that are important and keeping them motivated, you know? And it's interesting, the story that you have about Monet is very parallel with what's happened to these guys, not just from COVID, but also, you know, before the whole uh, lack of inventory thing, you know, you didn't really have to work on being a listing agent. You could kind of survive on buyers. You didn't really have to do that when you could find inventory, right? So now there's a whole world of buyers agents who never learned how to be listing agents who are so frustrated? It's worse than that. That they're though. being forced to be to learn those listing skills because they lose too many times. You know. But, but it's worse than yeah. that. It's worse yeah. than what you just said mm-hmm. by a lot. Mm-hmm. And again, another conversation I had with another like a top producing agent that's yep. also joining our EXP group. Actually, mm-hmm. I remember it was Carol and Jersey Shore, and I know she's uh-huh. a listener. Sure. So Carol, this is our conversation yesterday. You know, she'd been in the business. She's been in the business as long as we have, mm-hmm. right? And our paths have crossed with her numerous times for the past couple decades. And the conversation we had was, imagine if you were in real estate only since 2007, with the advent of buying buyer leads and all this other malarkey that Mm -hmm. basically were trends that are dying trends now. And you never actually learned that you can, let alone how to proactively lead generate. And you're coming into this change. They don't even know what it means. They don't. They don't know what it means. I know. They're just so used to buying leads. They being you guys are so used to buying leads. You're so used to believing that you have to form a team. You're so used to believing that you're supposed to be doing branding and social networking because that's how you came up in the industry. But what you don't realize is you basically came into the industry, if you want to draw a sort of a, a horrendous fashion parallel, at the same time, bell bottoms were popular, okay? <laughs> so you guys came into the industry. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. Let's see. We, you came into the industry basically when everyone was wearing bell bottoms and you started wearing bell bottoms. No one ever pointed out to you that bell bottoms are really, really ugly and goofy and just Horrible. a silly fad. But you started wearing them because everybody else you know, was wearing them and you didn't ever stop to think why the hell you're wearing them. You never stopped to ask yourself whether they look good. You just did it because everybody else was doing it. Sure. And that's a lot of what people are doing in real estate. That wasn't a bad analogy. That was a bad analogy. It wasn't great, but it wasn't no, bad. It's, we'll work on it. It'll, it'll it, get it'll, polished. Yeah, we can, pol- yeah we, exactly. we, we, we can grow some hair on yeah. that one and see where it goes. Yeah, but you know, I, I think it's not entirely the agent's fault. To your point, everybody else was doing it. But also, sadly, a lot of office managers and brokers and people who say they're trainers and aren't really vetted coaches what's easier to do teach somebody how to be proactive or just say here's a website and go buy some leads exactly i mean it is kind of it's i don't even call it coaching really no and it's just i think it's very destructive and none of the people that is not coaching when you recommend something like that you know do you even ask the agent if they have you know, groceries on the table before you ask them to blow some money buying leads. That, that's, well, but think about think, think about what people say to us. They yeah. say, we appreciate you telling the truth to us. We appreciate yep. you telling us what we don't want to hear. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what they're really telling us is they, not all of them, I realize it's a minority sure, of people sure, out sure. there. So we preach people doing what they don't want to do when they don't want to do at the highest level. What we have to do is tell you guys what you don't want to hear when you don't want to hear it. Uh, frankly, when we don't even feel like telling it to you, yeah, I mean, because that's the there's real been bottom. a lot of that this year too. So if if yeah. you, if you're trying to create a product to sell to real estate agents and you mm-hmm. have to choose doing things the way that Julie and I do it, 
in the way that all of our competitors are doing it, where they're just being, you know, Tony Robbins ripoffs. Tony Robbins meets Gary Vanderchuk, and they're trying to basically sell you guys on motivation, feeling part of a club. Trust me when I tell you, what we're selling is a hell of a <laughs> lot harder to sell than what we're they're selling. Well, and we have to be accountable to it too. Yes, exactly. Right? I mean, I I talk to these guys every day. And if there was something that wasn't working, believe me, we'd fix it, we'd upgrade it, we'd delete it, whatever. It's very, very real world coaching. Um, you know, I just, I'll give you a quick example. I was talking to you about um, Chet in Huntington Beach and this buyer victory. Chet happened. Thomas, former yes. pro skater. Yes, in Huntington Beach. Okay, so he was talking on the call with his victory lap speech about working with this buyer. And he said, you know, I showed him this really great property. And I turned around and looked at him and I said, so do you want to buy it? <laughs> and that's one of the buyer scripts. It's right. like the world's best buyer script, but you have to have the guts to use it. Right. And I told him how much I appreciate him sharing that because that's straight out of our script, straight out of our buyer mastery coaching. And and he said, and you know what? They turned around and said, why, yes, I think I do want to buy this one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, who knew that such a simple script could work? And that was just part of his story. But, you know, I think to your earlier point, these guys that we're talking about today by and large, have been through some coaching, but it does not take, we're talking like six months, not six years, right? It doesn't take that long as long as you are implementing and you are trying these things out and you're massaging them. And I always tell them, like, you don't have to be word for word. You don't have to even do, scripts are just, you know, logical questions to lead to the motivation. Well, to converse- lead to, it's a conversation, right. right? Conversation outline. Yeah, and we're not like, oh, you missed that word, you suck. You know, it, it's all about getting results. And so it's great for them to hear from each other because they hear the different twists and things. And what I'm most proud of this group, and you know, we're always adding new people and it, it changes the flavor and the culture of things. Uh, it's great for them to hear from each other because look at what happened with Chris's victory of the 800 day expired. He inspired a bunch of them to go, huh, if he can do it, I can do it. And then they talk about it and that and it keeps on moving. And that's so what makes me I really appreci- happy. I appreciate the new or the Midland agent. I appreciate them having their epiphanies and breakthroughs. Wow. But I have to tell you the ones that I personally enjoy the most are the old guard sort of grizzled veteran sure. types who I know it all types. They're great too. Yeah, yeah, I know it. But they're the ones that basically have the most to lose by not listening. And they're the ones that have usually the, the most, most resistance. The most resistance. Yeah. But when you guys, especially those of you who have been in the market, who do have centers of influence and past clients, when you start back backstopping mm-hmm. what a lot of you guys have done and you're realizing it when you listen to us. And I know that's the reason that sometimes you and I don't necessarily um, – attract as many people as we otherwise could sure. because we're not telling them what they want to hear. We're telling them what they need to hear. Right. And by what they want to hear, they're wanting to hear motivation and make me feel good stuff. And when people call us motivational, I appreciate it. But at the same time, I don't ever intend to be motivational. Do you? No, I always tell them, look, you know, it's only as motivational. It's only as good as what you do with it. Right. And so we're always working with, you know, better ways to get them to take action faster uh, like you're, you're talking about Monet, right? Uh, and how it was the fear of loss that was more motivational than the the gain of maybe losing, you know, of, of the victory of losing the weight. And you would think that that would have been enough. Well, so, so for example, in coaching, you can fast forward that simulated pain. Instead of taking 20 coaching calls to get there, I always just ask them, what's in your bank account divided by what it costs you to live on? You can put the date on your calendar when you're going to go broke. Where's our competitors tell them to make dream boards? Exactly. Or go spend money on something and try this out and try that out. And you need to do more social and this and that. 
you know, you got to get to work because any day that you're not getting cracking, you are falling backwards. That's, that's right. It. I mean, and the that's guys, reality. I mean, that's tough love. But totally. It is what it is. It's practical and tactical. That's what we're all about. And and I really appreciate the literally the tens of thousands of you guys who have made it as part of your regular lives. And I know what's happening. A lot of you guys are realizing you climbed up the, you know, the false, the false mountain, the social networking and all the gimmicks and the, you know, all the things that are just essentially just trends. And you basically have realized that there's nothing on the other side. You realize that there's just a vast wasteland yeah. on the other side. And now some of you who have the energy still are coming back down and saying, okay, let's learn the right way and let's climb the mountain. We're on the other side. They actually, the, the view is something I actually want to see and experience. And that's what's happening. And that's what's happening, not just in this industry real estate but that's what's happening i think in a lot of ways societally so we're formulating what the post-pandemic life is going to be like right along with you guys but one thing we know for sure that's never going to change is caring competent and skilled agents will always be needed but in a time of transition like what's going on right now caring competent and skilled agents will be more needed than ever and if you are it's not enough to be caring okay you have to be competent you have to be skilled a lot of you guys have yet to learn those things Yes, you know how to fill out a contract, you know how to use the MLS, and you know how to take pretty pictures and make TikTok videos, but at the same time, you don't know how to solve complex problems. Mm -hmm. You don't know how actually to help people psychologically move away from their emotional mooring lines and their egos and move towards the goal that they have for themselves and their family, which is buying or selling the house. That's what we're here for. We are coaches, but we are not just coaches by name. We've been there, done that in the side of selling real estate and certainly from coaching and all the other things that we do. So I did not intend for this <laughs> to be a continuation of your raw, raw session Sorry. for Premier Coaching. I'm just so proud of them. Well, me too. I you am. Know, it's awesome to hear that. And it, you know, it's really fun. It's, it is motivational for me. And, well, it is. <laughs> it's awesome because I love to hear how happy they are when they have these victories. Sure, of course. And, and it's so it's fun from a coaching perspective because we know that this goes on, right? We, I mean, we lived it, we did it. Yeah. Like, you know, choose your other competitor. But um, it's fun for me because they're, it's like they're so surprised. It's like, you're not going to believe this. This actually worked. And the, you know, and the enthusiasm. It, have you ever thought about what they're surprised by? They're not surprised. They're not surprised because what we told them is true. Right. They're surprised that their inner skeptic was so wrong. Yes, and that they can do it. That's and right. it's not just like, well, of course, that person can do it because they've been in business for 100 years. Right. It's that you can do it and you proved it to yourself. And I, I tease them a lot because I'm like, well, now you're in trouble because <laughs> now we know you can do it. So go do it a lot. Go yes, do it again. Exactly. I say, OK, great. Lather, rinse, repeat. Don't, you know, don't ruminate and make this the deal of the year. This is, you know, what. So, for example, uh, Federico in L.A., his coaching homework is now that we know he can do it, an appointment like that every day because I know he can do it. He's surrounded by opportunity. It's ridiculous that he's not doing it every single day yet. I say that, you know, knowing that he's listening. Yes, okay. of course. Um, but It's he, called Julie trying to antagonize your Federico. I mean, coaching, <laughs> yes. Um, but he's an example. He's had the victory. And I always tell him, look, the reason that you guys aren't doing it every day, those of you who are still ruminating about it, is because you haven't had that first awesome victory to know in your heart that you can do it. Because it's hilarious once they do it, they're like, bring it on. It's That's like right. the first time you, you use a real listing presentation and it goes like clockwork and it's predictable and you get the signature and it was like almost too easy. Then they're addicted to it. You guys and just follow, awesome. those of you who joined the Premier Coaching Program, just the, the the full you know the full service, the full suite of all the products, that, not just the free one. 
Just do exactly what we tell you how to do and exactly how we tell you how to do it. Don't come in thinking that you know how to do uh, a listing presentation or pre-listing pack or anything better than what the system is because you don't. It's impossible that you do. Unless you basically have tested it in every market and every market condition and every price range over a long period of time, you're, what you can come up with is not going to be as effective. Okay. Now, I realize for some of you, me just saying it, especially the way I said it, is, is confronting. You don't like it because your ego thinks that real estate and business in general is supposed to be an expressive, you know, creative outlet. It's not. This business is not about you basically, you know, doing an art project. This is supposed to be about you helping people and making money for yourself and your family. And more money you make as a direct, you know, directly results from the more people you help. That's what this should be. Save the creativity for other things. Don't think that the social networking and all that stuff is anything other than an elaborate distraction from the real work of real estate. Don't wait 18 months and be one of the 85% of all agents that fails out of the business before you realize what I'm saying is true. Mm-hmm. So, Julie, you want to wrap it today? That's it. So, keep, you know, to my Premier Coaching members, keep up the good work. You guys were awesome today, just like every day. But, you know, I'm so happy you shared with each other to be inspirational. I can't wait to see what this causes tomorrow. All right. So Mrs. Harris, in six days, when the turn of the month happens, expired Palooza, expired Palooza, but I'm getting a commitment out of you. Oh yes. You and your, your whole live this and live that. Okay. So Julie is now officially committing and listeners, premier members who, you know, and I'm calling, you have to make all the tech work because I'll make the tech work. So you're committing to starting to do your live sessions for premier. Yeah. 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 Okay. There you go. Now, a lot of people have commented on our Sunday show where we were talking about lizards and iguanas. Yes. So just as an aside, you know, we get our uh, awesome organic free range chicken eggs delivered here. Oh no. And, and so my, my usual gal just drops them off and sends me a picture and we come to the door and get them. So she rang, she sent me something saying, I'm not going to drop them off because there's a giant lizard waiting to steal the eggs. And she wrote, not just one of those cute little iguanas. This guy's huge. So please come to the door. By our front door? That was the doorbell that rang right before we Did you see that? Did you see what she's talking about? No, I didn't see it, but she looked scared. We got to go out and look for it. (laughs) So maybe there's something to the alligators. Well, you, know, you still don't believe our neighbor who said I, they a six I'm, foot alligator. I still have to check it out, but I've got to see. Talk Julie, to my you're just like them. You're a skeptic. I, I know. I'm just, you won't believe the alligator because I don't want to believe there's an alligator in no. our backyard. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I think she's onto something. Maybe you know all these eggs she delivers. Maybe she's single handedly feeding all these things. Well, you better make our French bulldogs a little bit beefier, otherwise that Serious. alligator. <laughs> Something is up in the neighborhood. Hey, by the way, podcast listeners, this is the wackiness <laughs> that we do on Sunday. So if you're not it's listening, a prequel. if you're not listening to the Sunday show, do listen. Oh, and I did have a number of you that are listeners to the Sunday show send me um, actual evidence of oh, a. Yeah. Oh, I got to get a, a zoom in two minutes. minutes of a, a Puerto Rican Big Bigfoot point. called the what's it called? Uh, the Chupacabra. I think. The Chupacabra. So for those of you who sent that information that's to me. That's our cliffhanger for Sunday. That's our cliffhanger, right? We'll talk about that more on Sunday because you guys allowed me to go down to a mental uh, rabbit hole. I discovered all kinds of other interesting lore about our new home island here in Puerto Rico, which is really quite fascinating. So in any event, that's our uh, commercial <laughs> for this. On that note. On that note, right? <laughs> is that a high note or a low note? I don't know. Who knows? It's a note. I think our podcast has peaked. <laughs> yes. If you guys, that's right. If you guys need to get hold of us for anything, please feel free to text me directly at 512-758-0206. That's 512-758-0206. In the meantime, thank you for continuing this to make this number one listen to daily podcast. Um, despite the last few minutes where we were talking, that is the truth. So talk to you guys later. 
This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.